Holding in Nefesh Chaim in Shar Beis at the end of Perik Aleph. What we learned so far is we're going to learn about Tefillah, we're going to learn about Davening. The Pasuk says that we say every day in Shema, to love Hashem and to serve Him with your whole heart and your whole nefesh. So the Nefesh Chaim said, very, just to quickly review from yesterday, that we see here two t- types of avoida to Hashem, ahava and avoida, two types of approaches to Hashem, ahava and avoida, and the Pasuk ascribes to both of them, so we understand that in Ahava, in the first category of loving Hashem, one can do that with all of his heart, which is very simple. You love with your heart and you love with your whole heart. would mean to be willing to be moiser nefesh to Hashem, to give up your whole nefesh. And in the area of tefillah, which is avoida, ula avdoi b'chalavavchem, avoida, which is tefillah, we also have b'chalavavoi u b'chalnafshay. So b'chalavavoi, we learned yesterday, that means all of one's heart, which has two explanations. Number one, to concentrate during the tefillah, to concentrate and prepare before the tefillah, to be able to concentrate on only the words of the tefillah, and also to approach Hashem during tefillah in a way where one's heart is completely devoted to Hashem. And of course, that second madrega is a very high level, to have no wills or drives or passions for tanugi Adam Hazer, for things of this world and for other pleasures, just to want to attach oneself to Hashem in a way of attaching to Hashem. And that is the approach to tefillah, and that is what the person wants out of the tefillah. That's tefillah b'shleimus, that's the highest level of b'chol levavchem, the highest level of devoting one's heart to tefillah, available is this higher level of Bukhal Levavchem. What we're left with is Bukhal Nafshechem as it applies to Avoida, as it applies to Tefillah. So the Nevashachim says that before we understand how to apply Bukhal Nafshechem to Tefillah, we first have to apply, understand what does the word Baruch mean. We say Baruch is not just something that we say, but it's something that the Psukim say. When the Torah says you have to bench, in last week's parish it says, Other Pesach says, It says in Tehillim, Many, many Psukim speak about the Lashon of Bracha. And we even find a Gemara, that the Gemara says that when Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol came into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Hashem Kivayochel said to him, Yishmol Bini Barcheni. You should give me a bracha. So what does the word bracha mean? So it says the Nefesh Chaim, the word baruch, now we're entering Parag Beis, the word baruch is not like most think that it means a praise. Because it won't, the word praise, shevach, tehila, if we translate baruch to be blessed, means as in a praise, it won't fit with many of the places mentioned. And the raya that he brings is from the story we just said with Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol, that Hashem said, Yishmol b'ni barcheni, and we don't see that he gave, that Yishmol Kohen Gadol gave any praise to Hashem. He actually asked him for a tefillah. And we find another Gemara, that the Gemara says that if you do something in the area of returning a mashkin, the Gemara says that, that the person will bench you, uberachicha, the person will give you a bracha. And the Gemara says, halachically that doesn't apply to things that belong to Kaddish. It doesn't apply to, to things that belong to Hektish, because Hektish doesn't need bracha. 
whatever that sugya is, but you see that the Gemara says that hektish doesn't need bracha, and the Gemara asks, what do you mean? How could you say hektish doesn't need bracha? The Pesach says, V'ilchalta v'savata uveirachta Hashem. You see that Hashem does need bracha. Now over there, the whole conversation, not to get into the halachic ramifications of that conversation, but that whole conversation shows us that the word baruch in that context cannot mean praise. Because Hektish doesn't need praise, Hashem does need praise. Hektish doesn't need bracha because Hektish has everything that it needs. So what, what, what does baruch mean? So says the Nefesh bracha means ribui and toisefes. That means bracha means to add. Bracha means addition, that something should become bigger, it should expand, it should multiply. That's the word bracha. Like it says in the Pasuk, Kach no esprichasi. Take my bracha. What do you mean take my bracha? Take my bracha means take what I am giving you. I am giving you something. Uberach eslachmecha. Hashem will bench. Hashem will bless your lechem. Now what does that mean? That means that your lechem will become more. Uberach pribitnecha. Now we all know that bracha applies in all of these contexts. That someone gives you a bracha. What does it mean he gives you a bracha? He gives you a bracha that you should have children. That means that he, he gave you a koyach. Or he's trying to give you a koyach that your capacities should multiply, you should expand. And that's what bracha means in all of these contexts. Uberach privitnecha Hashem says, Uberach eslachmecha, means bracha means to multiply. Bracha means the concept of addition, adding, expanding, multiplying, and toisefes. Those are the words that bracha means. And as we move on, we'll see how that fits into the context of when we say baruch.